Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Oh, hit it out. Oh, baby, what a play. This is Jeff Fedone with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for every team in Casey and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valerio and I preview the big game from the Super Bowl 57 Media Center in Phoenix. Joe, this is truly, truly the Joe Valerio <laughs> ball. Everywhere I go, people are asking about you. Mish Holtus even said to say hi to Jumpin' Joe Valerio. Oh, oh man, that's awesome. I'll tell you, that makes me feel really good. You know, Jeff, the, the, the city of Kansas City is made up of, of just great people, and that's what makes it such a special place. Um, great fans, great people, great community, and, of course, which I think that leads into having a great team. So awesome. And, Jeff, my God, the background looks fantastic. The sunny skies of Arizona – getting ready for the game. We're almost there. Uh, you must be having a blast on Radio Row and hanging out at the Super Bowl venue for sure. It, it's been fun. It's been, um, you know, definitely exhausting, but it's been fun. But here, Joe, here's here's the most important nugget I've gleaned from three days covering the Super Bowl. You know, the Chiefs previously wore Andy Reid-like Hawaiian shirts uh, when traveling to the Super Bowl. Well, this year, um, like the State Farm ad, they were going to do Andy Reid drawn-on mustaches. <laughs> But not everyone is on board, so they had to abandon it. So anyhow, those are the type of hard news nuggets that I've I've been hard at work here yeah. to, to get for Believe in Chiefs. Exactly. Yeah, this 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 you know, I'll tell you this, I'll tell you what, Jeff, because this Super Bowl is has been all about these two teams and not any of the shenanigans that are going on um with you know social media bulletin board material and back and forth between players and fans. This has been a really good week for just getting ready for two great teams to play and none of the nonsense that goes on uh, with, you know, the kind of bulletin board material that ends up, you know, getting promulgated through social media. So I'm really excited about that. So these kind of nuggets are great because guess what? That means there isn't something to talk about. I think what's the, I think it's funny because I was telling somebody in Philly, we were talking about the worst trash talk that's happened so far, at least in my, from my perspective. And uh -huh. I've been, you know, trying to cover it and follow it. The worst trash talk I've seen so far was was uh, Juju Smith Schuster saying that Philadelphia doesn't have the best cheesesteaks. Like, and he's flat wrong, right? He's totally wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> if that's the worst trash talk that comes out of this, and it's not focused on you know, me, 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 you know, back and forth at players and saying that they're this and that and the other thing, you know, that we got into, just to use an example, like the whole burrow head or, you know, the stuff that we were dealing with, you know, in, in preparation for the Bengals Chiefs game. Um, it's so nice. It's so nice. And I think it's a reflection of these two teams. Right. And the classy organizations that they are as gritty as Philadelphia can be, you know, and as and as tough as, as you know, the as good as the fans are in Kansas City. It's been so nice and refreshing to not have to deal with those shenanigans. 
And we'll dig into th- this actual game, the nuts and bolts of it. But first, Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL and the Super Bowl to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, teams, matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online with live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Joe, we'll, we'll get into, so let's, let's, we'll get right to it. How do you, who, what's your prediction for the game? How do you think it's going to go? I'm thinking, I've been thinking a lot about this, obviously doing a lot of, uh, you know, talking about this game, especially since, you know, I'm the Philly kid who played for the Chiefs, right? And uh, everybody's been talking about you here for sure. You know, it's, uh, you know, I got a chance to uh, catch up uh, through through the media with like guys like Bill Moss, who is also a Philly guy. Matt Blunden was backup quarterback for us, played we were teammates in high school, grew up in Philly, you know, played for the Chiefs. Um, just a lot of connections. Um, so anyway, short story, uh, long story short, uh, I think this game is going to be high scoring. I really do. I've been thinking a lot about it. I've been thinking about these potent offenses that both of the teams have. And I know we've had all in a pretty low scoring playoff run for all teams, not just Chiefs or Eagles. But it's been, a rel- I think, a relatively low scoring playoff run by by the by the teams. Uh, not not just Chiefs and, and Eagles, but other teams. I think this game is going to be 31 Chiefs, 27 Eagles. I think it's and I think we're going to see again some Mahomes magic at the end of the game where the Chiefs are going to you know pull ahead or do something towards later in the game because it's going to be that close. I think the the Vegas line makers have it right. You know that that one and a half point. Uh, spread that's out there, but I, I just feel like the championship DNA of the Chiefs, along with the preparation that Andy Reid's going to have had for two weeks getting ready for this, the increased health of the team. Granted, they'll be without a few uh, weapons, you know, like McCole Hardman, but I, I think that's where I think this game is going to go, and it's going to be a relatively high-scoring affair, which I think will beat the over. You know, um, you mentioned those injured players. Uh, we're not able to see practice, but just seeing the guys walk around from the podiums, you know, they they look. You're not seeing guys like Tony uh, uh, limping around. Sneed seems seems in good spirits after that uh, concussions. Mahomes is still de- doing treatment, but he's you know he said he so he's probably not going to be a hundred percent, but he should be you know further along than he was when we last saw him. Joe, I I kind of like your prediction too that the Eagles are such a good defense, but they have given up points. Um, you know, that they I think their pass rush is really good, but that you know we've we've seen them whether it was uh the Cowboys um toward the end of the the season, one of those big games, uh Aaron Rodgers put up some points on them. So I think Mahomes can too. Um yeah, I kind of agree with you that I think the Chiefs by about that margin I think here's what I, I kind of think that the Eagles have gotten up very early to fast starts on people. So I think they're kind of going to do that. Uh, I think the chiefs are going to come back. And the reason I'm picking the chiefs by the slightest of margins is I just like, I trust Mahomes more than Jalen hurts. And I trust um, Andy Reid more than Sirianni though. You know, a lot of that's just Sirianni being such a young coach. And I especially 
like I know Mahomes can and probably will bring the Chiefs back. I'm not sure Jalen Hurts. We they haven't really had to do that this year. They've been so good and getting out on people in the run game has been so good. They haven't had to come back on people like Mahomes does it. Like it's a bodily function, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, Jalen, Jalen hurts, you know, Jalen hurts really um, benefits from those leads in, in continuing to run well with the RPO. Right. I think that's really their secret sauce. It's, it's the ability, the RPO as a run pass option, you know, when I, when I was coaching high school football, we ran the triple option and mm-hmm. where I was coaching. And, you know, we used to play teams that were a lot bigger than us. We played against some, you know, division one scholarship athletes at, in, when they were in high school. And people would say, well, how are you going to block so-and-so? You know, how are you going to block that defensive tackle or defensive end that's going to Pitt or Oklahoma or Notre Dame? And I'd say, you know how we're going to block them? We're not going to block them. And and that's, that's what you do with the option, right? You make players make decisions. You don't try to manhandle them or muscle them. You make them make decisions. And I think that's the secret sauce for the Eagles. And if they don't jump out early, it does diminish the the, the run pass option a little bit, right? Because if you just, you kind of know at some point, if they get down a touchdown or two, they know that they are not going to be able to just do the RPO. They're going to have to start throwing the ball with straight drop back, you know, two minute style type offense. And I think you're right. That's where the youth of of um, uh, that's where the youth of Jalen Hurts might come back to bite him a little bit. You know, the thing I think that's going to keep it close, Jeff, is that I think the defenses are very evenly matched. I really do. I mean, give or take a few positions here and there. Let's just put them put them in a general bucket. They're both very good defenses, and they wouldn't be in the Super Bowl if they if they didn't have one. Two of the better pass. I think the, in the NFL. Sorry, yeah, exactly. No, and I think. On, so not to broad brush the defense, but I just just to make that that kind of you know blanket statement on on offense. I think I think their receiving cores are pretty similar as well. I think they're diverse. You know, AJ Brown might be a little bit above where any of our you know actual wide wide receivers are from a skill perspective, but we've got Travis Kelsey and they don't. So who's really a receiver receiver in a tight end's body, right? So I think receiving core. Eh, pretty much similar running backs. There's no Earl Campbell's Walter Payton's Derek Henry's like, there's nobody there that's going, you're going, Oh, that running back is going to dominate this game. What does it come down? And, oh, and non-offensive line. How could I forget the offensive line? You know, <laughs> I think their offensive lines are very similar, right? They're, they're maulers. They love protecting their quarterback. They have a passion for protection. They are smart. They've got good chemistry. They're both, they're, they're probably the top two offensive lines in the NFL even Steven there, it's really going to come down to the quarterbacks and coaching. It's going to come down to the fact that the Eagles have never seen or haven't seen in a while since last season, somebody like Patrick Mahomes. I don't think the NFC is fraught with Mm -hmm. quarterbacks like him, you know, and, and on the, on the flip side, you know, to be, to give the Eagles some credit, I don't think the chiefs have seen anything like this RPO. You know, we've seen some fleet-footed quarterbacks like Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, even Derek Carter to a certain degree, right? He's got pretty happy feet. You know, um, we've played Lamar Jackson before. You know, we've, we've Josh Allen. How could I forget Josh Allen, right? We've got we've got Josh Allen under our belt at playing against a quarterback like that, who of all the quarterbacks in the AFC is probably the one he and Lamar Jackson that can actually beat you with their feet. They've never seen anything like this, and so what the Chiefs 
defensive staff needs to be doing and should have been doing for the last you know couple weeks preparing for this game is their scout cards and whoever is playing Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Miles Sanders, and Dallas Goddard needed to be spot on. As Coach Schottenheimer always used to say to the scout teams, give them a good look, guys. Give them a good look. That, to me, could be the secret sauce for the Chiefs' success. If their scout team can perform and give the Chiefs' defense muscle memory to stopping the RPO, because you can't just watch film on it, Jeff. You can't just watch film and say, oh, when Jalen pulls the ball, he's going to pass it. Or when he does this, he's going to run it. He's going to hand it off to Miles Sanders. You can't do that. You have to rep against the option because it, you learn how to how to read the def, you learn how to read the offense and you, you know you don't want to be as a linebacker held on the run plays so that they can intermediate pass right and you don't want to get caught flat-footed in the pass and there's those gashing holes that we saw the Eagles open up against the 49ers who were a solid defense so to me two things they've never seen Patrick Mahomes before or haven't in a while and number two is Jalen Hurts is running this RPO better than he's ever run it. So the Chiefs better have prepared for that and get some muscle memory in that defensive front and, and linebackers so that they're, they're best for, for being able to handle it. Yeah, I think, you, Joe, you, you nailed it right there. I think that could be the, the story of the game. You know, who, which of those comes out on top? Mahomes, the best quarterback the Eagles have faced, and they haven't faced that many this week, uh, this year, but they have a very good secondary. Or is it, the Eagles and Hurts, who have this, you know, down to a T, great running game, great RPO game, you know, who comes out on top. That's a that's a great um, thing to watch for this game. So many juicy subplots um, for this game. A lot, a lot of I'm going to introduce a few more because we all know the Andy Reid angle versus the the his former team that he coached. That the Kelseys versus each oh, yeah. other, and actually, it's it's been fun that uh, I've seen that Joe Valerio has been one of the stars of this week. Everyone asking about <laughs> the other is Mama Kelsey. She's been every. She was at media night. She was introduced first. Um, she was also um, when I was trying to get my uh, credentials, she was right there. I'm like, well, you know, I'm I'm I feel a little bit better if she has to wait for this. And then it was fun that the Kelseys um, recorded their podcast um their new heights uh podcast in where we're doing it on a different level of media center they had a little bit more a fanfare a little bit more a few more fans clamoring them for them than we did but just but just by a little bit um <laughs> and yeah i've got a couple other interesting notes here because you know it's there, there's so much that has already been oh, yeah. about this game um the Chiefs begin the and end the, the season at State Farm Stadium. That was something Dave Merritt, who actually used to play for the Cardinals and coach for the Cardinals before joining Andy Reid's staff. Anyhow, he told his when um when the Chiefs won in week one and some of his defensive backs were sauntering back toward uh the bus to to take him to the airport, he's like, Remember the stadium, you know, and and get that get that in your your head. And the other cool nugget. So many connections back and forth. Isaiah Pacheco grew up, Joe, I might butcher this, Vinland, Vineland, New Jersey. Vineland, New Jersey. Yep, Vineland, New Jersey, went to Rutgers. The way he grew up an Eagles fan, grew up a LaShawn McCoy fan. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, you know, we've talked about these connections in the past. Um, Last 
you know, our other pod about when the Eagles played the Chiefs. There's so many connections, and I'm sure our listeners and fans are, are, are reading about. And here's one that was interesting, Jeff, that was just a really bizarre off-the-wall one. At the end of this game, okay, the Eagles and or the Chiefs, the winner of the game of the Super Bowl, will have won more games this year at State Farm Stadium than the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, where were you, where were, I, I but, wish you told me this nugget before I did this big feature and that's the best that would have been the best part of my story oh well there you go right so that yeah isn't that isn't that interesting that uh, uh you know the, they both played the Cardinals and won the Eagles beat the Cardinals and the Chiefs beat the Cardinals and then the Cardinals only had one home win this year so uh whoever wins this game will have won more games at, at, at State Farm Stadium than the, the own home team Cardinals, which is interesting. I saw one today that was really interesting, Jeff, that I think was very interesting to look at. And it was basically, they took the 11 starters um, on offense. Uh, I only saw the offensive statistic. I did not see the defensive one, but the Eagles on offense have only one player who is a, uh, a free agent and not drafted. So every single ten, 10 of the 11 starters, it's a better way to frame it. Mm-hmm. 10 of the 11 starters on the Philadelphia Eagles were actually drafted by the Eagles. Um, and and um, only one player came to them um, through free agency, uh, A.J. Brown. That's Everybody a, else came to the, or, to, the right. to the Eagles right. through the draft. That, the, from, that, from that trade, the, that's a good one to have in as, as an exception. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one to have. The cheat, yeah, Exactly. The Chiefs have one, two, three, four, five draft picks on their starting 11 on offense, and six of their offensive starters came through uh, free agency, which I thought was an interesting one. So interesting how those two teams were built, right? Very, very interesting. And of course, uh, the Chiefs, a lot of it were built by former Eagles in, in Beach and Reed. Joe, you said that the uh, you said that the RPO game is obviously that that probably the thing to watch how the chiefs defend it how uh, the eagles run it give the, the listeners maybe one other matchup player to watch in the super bowl well I, here's what i here's it's more of a concept jeff i think that that's going to be really interesting to watch i think a lot of this path the pass protection um and the pass rush is going to come down to who gets singled up mm-hmm. and where the eagles and chiefs decide to single their best rusher and you know chris jones maybe the eagles we say the eagles at this point you know between you know brandon graham or whether it's hassan reddick like watch the center okay so whether you're watching the eagles on offense or the chiefs on offense watch creed humphrey and jason kelsey and watch where they point and if either of them point to the left Okay, so that means the center is saying, okay, we're sliding the protection to the left. So the center, the left guard, and the left tackle are going to move to the left, and they're going to take three blockers to block two down linemen plus any linebacker who might blitz or corner that might blitz. So that's how you get three guys to block two and then anybody that comes. What that means on the other side, though, in a typical four-man front is that your right guard and right tackle are now going to be singled up. Okay, they're going to be one on one. So they're going to either going to try to run a stunt to get those two off of level. So they're not level um, and so and shoulder to shoulder. Or they're just going to say, we're going one on one, beat the guy in front of you with a one on one pass rush. And unless the, the you know, and what happens is then that also tells the quarterback that to that side of the protection, he's hot. So if somebody comes off of there, there's nobody to pick him up because the two guys are already taken by a D tack on the D end. And if they bring a corner or a line, 
linebacker off of that side where the center is sliding away from. Now the quarterback is hot. Watch that. Now, a lot of times you'll see what they call dummy calls or a deceiving call where the quarter, the center or quarterback will point to a linebacker, but then they run the ball. So they, they try, they don't want you to know they're passing, right? So don't always think, oh, if he points to the left, that means they're going to pass or points to the right, they're going to pass. But watch that. Um, you know, watch the, watch that because I think wherever these single matches happen, that's where the pressure is going to come from because these lines are so darn good as a unit that the Eagles and Chiefs are going to have to take advantage of those one-on-one pass rushes to try to get to Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts in passing situations. So watch the center. My kids yell at me all the time. Like they'll say, dad, did you see that Patrick Mahomes touchdown? I'm like, well, guys, I actually, I missed it. I was watching the line. And they're like, how did you, how are you not watching Patrick Mahomes? I was watching the, I was watching the protection. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, if you can take your eyes off of the magic of Mahomes or this RPO offense, when the Eagles have the ball, watch the line calls and see where the protection is going to be and who's going to be singled up. Uh, spoken like a true lineman, but great insight there, Joe. And yeah. I really think that's that's another key is I'm watching to see how these offensive lines who 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 kind of breaks that the, the Eagles have this great pass rush, which I think it is a little unique about the Eagles, is that they just have so many guys. They have a guy like Robert Quinn, who is a great player in this league, uh, coming off the bench, you know. They have so many guys, just a, a flood of new bodies. Can they can they get to Mahomes? Can they pressure him? And, and similarly, can the Chiefs? We Chris Jones is as good a defensive lineman as there is in the league, especially with Aaron Donald a little banged up this year. Can he uh, kind of penetrate uh, such a stout Eagles uh, offensive line? The other thing I'm re- really interested to see is uh, they have really good receivers, the Eagles, Devontae uh, Smith and also A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown with his size, speed combos, a matchup nightmare. But the Chiefs' young secondary, Joe, that was maybe our biggest concern middle of the year. They've really yeah. come up, risen to the to the challenge here, you know, get to the rookies even getting uh, interceptions off Joe Burrow. So I think that's going to be a fun. Another test, test for those uh, young corners who have so far passed with uh, flying colors. Yeah, those, that's great analysis, Jeff. That's a great, you know, that's probably would have been one of the next matchups we would needed to we would have needed to talk about, right? Because they are, um, you know, the Eagles do have pretty decent, you know, receiving core, and and AJ Brown is really a game changer. And I think if I think I'll speak for the a- NFC, um, I think he was the best free agent pickup in the NFC. And people are like, wow, but he didn't have like he didn't have a, you know jerry rice year or anything like that i know but what he did and what he brought to that offense was mvp like because he he is consistently double teamed consistently on a regular basis they're finding ways to to float coverage to him and to keep him from being a wide open target because they know how good he is after the catch as well because he's so big um but i think i think he was the i think he was the best nfc free agent pickup that any team made who's made the most impact you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there are players that probably had better stats that were, I think, I think from the impact that he's had on the team, he was one of, one of the most. So yeah, keep your eyes open for him in this game. He's going to be obviously a feature target and you know that they're going to try to, to really zero in on those, like you said, those young corners and see if, if his veteran, you know, veteranship can be enough to overcome their, uh, their young aggressive play. And if it's not AJ Brown is the best uh, free agent signing in the NFC, it might be Hassan Reddick, another guy who watched. He 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 literally won the game against the 49ers. Uh, so many big plays and knocking out Brock Purdy. Um, he's a guy 
back to watch Joe. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go 33, 30 chiefs. So Ooh, okay. All similar right. to you. I'm really close. basically thinking like you, I'm just trying to be different just to, for, for, you know, <laughs> for, and, and, and Jeff special teams, keep your name out of the paper. Let's just kick the extra points you need to make, make the field goals you need to make good punts, good coverage, let them average a couple yards a carry or whatever, you know, the average is no big returns, no penalties, you know, no name in the paper for special teams. I think, I think that would actually be a win for us if we can just now granted last week was different, right? I mean, they needed two weeks it, ago, yeah. I should say almost they, they needed it. Right. But I think in this particular game, it's going to have to come down to the offense and defense, not to take anything away from Dave Taub and his special teams group, but I think keeping, keeping their names out of the paper would probably be the, best thing that could happen because you know as good as it can be when you get that return that sky Moore had that really set us up for the uh for the field goal along with uh patrick's uh, out of bounds penalty uh or you know or or kind of uh you know the actually the harrison bucker field goal that he you know had to kick with you know little time left on the clock i, I think for me i'd like to see them keep their name out of the paper I'm going to end this, Joe, with one uh cool special teams nugget that i learned you know harrison bucker went kind of uh, impacted him the whole season he week one in this same stadium he he was carted off with that ankle injury you know he he said during the off season he was going from 11 yards back and just booming it but the problem with starting your motion or starting your stride that far back is there's like there's there's more room to kind of get nicked up and stuff and that's what happened and he's still a little concerned mm. on the curve. Since then, he's been just going five yards back. Most kickers go like seven to nine yards back. So he's going to mm-hmm. have that that short stride. Hopefully, uh, that pays off for him and special teams. Well, if you enjoyed Definitely. this show presented by Bet Online, please subscribe. We're available on your favorite directories: iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week.
Joe, we started out the pod talking about Madden. Can we end it with uh can we get can we get some Madden from you? Can we- well, 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 I don't know about that, Jeff. You got you got the it's a turkey, it's a duck, it's a turducken, it's a it's a chicken. You know, I don't know, you gotta get it all together. And that Valerio guy, the kid, the kid from Penn, he's scoring touchdowns, it's crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> well done. Well done. Well, we'll we'll we're here every week with your cheese information yeah. and occasionally a great it, Joe Valerio impression. There you, go. there you go, buddy. Well, if you enjoy this show presented by Bet Online, please subscribe. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Joe, that was that was I'm impressed. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.